Kucevic finds Caruso. The kick to Levine. Big shot. Oh, bang, bang, bang. Give me the hot sauce. Off target. Oh, big rebound. Caruso. Oh, that was a big time play. Now there is Trap to Rosen, Vucevic to Caruso, the kick, Patrick Williams, step it up, would not go, Vucevic slams it out, it out, Dean Smith, DeRozan to the rim! Oh! The marvelous DeRozan! Oh my goodness! What a sequence for the Bulls! Ball thrown inbounds and that's it! 114-109 the final. Chicago gets 41 from DeMar DeRozan. And they level this series at one game apiece. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, right here on Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday after a great night of NBA playoff action. We'll get to it all coming up here. We have some great guests later in the show. Anthony Tresh, Pro Football Focus, in about 20 minutes on the draft. Dan Brespis on the NBA. We'll get to all the games tonight. MLB. Two more of us hit home run props yesterday, finally. Joe and Paul hit theirs, so we'll get to all that. But And, and I thought the, the calls last night, just the emotion of the, the broadcasters across the NBA, was, was great. I, I really enjoyed last night. We start, though, with some drama in the East. As the series many thought could be a sweep, many thought could be very quick, and it still could be, but the Bulls steal one, 114-110. That line, by the way, ended 224 and a half. So if you had the under, you cashed. If you had the over, you are just just kicking yourself. I, there's a lot of betters out there kicking themselves after yesterday. We'll get to the Sixers thing, but the Raptors look like the right side. Joe, we were on that yesterday. It goes to overtime. Nope, Embiid wins it. But let's start with the Bulls, who won. I mean, they won the game outright in Milwaukee. Late free throws impacted a lot of these bets. Yes. Totals, sides, winners of games and man if you if you run down some of these props if you're tracking these betting these and then look after the game the hook on a number of them these are super tight we warned you and hopefully you fell on the right side i was on the wrong side on some i was on the wrong side on the bulls bucks total but i was on the right side on a couple too i mean that that's how it worked it works out joe g we talked about hard and under that went under by what a half a point or one point and then maxi over went over by a half a point it's just that's what it is when you have a sample size like this they don't know these teams in and out uh that you you said a great night of basketball i don't even think it's in question that was the best day so far in the nba playoffs all three games were phenomenal and your game was the nba tv game is that right it's it's so silly get that the local the local broadcast like i I watched the local and yeah, but nationally, the NBA I know, I know the, the NBA, NBA TV is terrible. This is way worse than true TV because I know a lot of people that don't even get it. I have to, I have to buy the sports entertainment package, which is extra every month just so I can get NBA TV. And I just keep it around after I sign up for red zone. But anyways, I'm sure a lot of people miss that. Um, One of my good friends does did their halftime, so I'm not going to hate on it. <laughs> nobody saw it. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's terrible. Uh, which game do we want to start with? I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Let's start with Bulls. Bulls. Yeah, let's start MVP right. DeMar is back. He's back. Yeah, that, that, that was never, ever a thing. But 
I here's what sucks about it. It was a great night of basketball, but it sucks because for the second straight morning, we're sitting here talking about injuries to big time players. Right. And Middleton is the big one here. Uh, we have a little information, I guess, more than we were getting at this point with the Booker injury. They called it a sprain MCL right away. No hesitation. These teams usually drag it out, which which I find pretty intriguing. And if you look at the series price, oh, what a difference. After game one, I saw Milwaukee minus 3,000. I saw minus 3,300. I know some got as high as minus 3,800. So what that is telling you is the implied probability of Milwaukee winning the series after game one was around 97, 98%. And this morning, it's like minus 260. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is that an overreaction? Good Lord. Well, it's the Middleton injury who was huge in last year's playoff run and the Bulls have home court now and they're coming back home. They they did what they wanted. They they took 1-1 and if if they can, you know, win a game at home. I mean, this is go- this is a series now. The favorite for total games in that one is uh the co-favorites between 6 and 7 games. Right. The odds makers are ex- expecting this one to go six or seven. This is real. And I'm very scared about my Milwaukee minus two and a half games ticket. And right now you can go get Milwaukee minus one and a half at even money. Yeah, I would take that. I would still be on that yeah. even without Middleton. And just, just looking Aaron at the, the injury that Middleton suffered and we don't know AC uh, timeline to a MRI today. I've got all these acronyms in my brain MRI today, but you look at that injury. I think this is the most severe one of, of the three that have been suffered mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Luca calf, um, Booker hamstring. This, like a grade one MCL sprain is one to three weeks. A grade two is four to six weeks. This changes the Eastern Conference playoffs. I think they'll beat the Bulls even without him. I think they'll find a way to win this series. But if we it's get too Bucks, bad. Celtics, every it's a, it's a NBA playoffs, last year, KD and his foot. It's right. just unfortunate that yeah. these stars are the difference makers in injuries. Like, I just wish we could have everyone healthy and have like the competition that we want. Also, that Bulls series sweep, I think, was a very popular bet. That obviously didn't hit or Bulls yeah. to, to lose. Yeah, to get swept. That's what I meant. Kind of made it sound like the Bulls were gonna sweep the Bucks there. <laughs> didn't mean that. <laughs> well, as we as we waited so long, we talked a lot about what happened in game one over the weekend with the Bulls and Bucks and how it was there for the taking to the Bulls to steal one. It felt like a missed opportunity. And it was. Mm-hmm. The Bulls about played them in two games. They could easily be up 2-0 heading back home. Uh, if we play the positive regression, like we've talked about this a whole lot. If you play that positive regression, Levine, two for 10 on threes. He clears his over prop. Uh, Vucevic, two for 10 on threes, clears his over prop. Middleton, one for seven on threes. He hit five last night. Like all of those came home. We knew it was going to be a much higher scoring game even though the under hit by by half. So Chicago and the under in both games, a one and number two. And it's Milwaukee minus one and a half for game three. Wow. And th- this, <laughs> this was minus 3,000 this series. Like a few minutes ago, it felt like. It, things have changed. It's crazy. Here. So we have a series of Chicago-Milwaukee. We don't have one, it feels like, in Philadelphia-Toronto. Let's hear how it ended last night in overtime. Joel Embiid with the biggest shot of his career. Green may angle something toward the rim. It gives Embiid a turn. Got off the shot and hit it. Oh, my. He's going to count the bucket. But 
return a shot and a score. I mean, that's a, you know, one of my favorite spots. And uh, I just missed from, uh, from right there to, uh, to end the game. Uh, so, you know, I just thought, you know, great play call. Uh, Tobias had an amazing screen. Um, Danny had a great pass. So all I had to do really to, was to finish it. And uh, I'm glad I did it. You got to protect the basket right now because something's going up above the rim. And be free, good. Wow. They're going to review it. Wow. With nine tenths of a second, they're going to review it. The Raptors call made me laugh because you have the wow from the, the, the color commentary there, like just in, in awe. And then the, the play-by-play guy's like, no, wait, they're going to review it. I mean, it was obvious he got it off. What a shot. <laughs> Doc Rivers deserves credit because the, the play before, and Embiid got trapped by half court. Time was running down on the shot clock, and Rivers called timeout and then set that play up, and it obviously worked. So Embiid in his career was 0-14 in those moments. Last two seconds, tied or down. He'd never hit a shot like that in his career. That was a wild shot, 3-0, and I thought the Raptors outplayed the most of the game. Like That was the Raptors' yeah. game to win. It, it went just as we talked about yesterday, and the Sixers still took the game. I thought the same thing watching that. Back home in Toronto, all the energy. They know they got to win this game, and in the end, they fall short by three points. But, uh, man, Raptors. Too bad. Public <laughs> Raptors. 3-0. Do it, Joe G. I want to hear it. You mentioned it quickly. Praise Doc Rivers. Praise <laughs> him. Do it. The, the, the timeout. The, the timeout. He's watching the shot clock. Yeah. He saw they had nothing going. Draws it up. I know it went his way. It was kind of a wild shot, but you've seen Embiid make that shot in the past. Yeah. That, that's exactly what he wanted. And uh, give I give him a half a win on the war. Yeah, look, give him a three quarters of a win. That was a great okay. job. It's a great job. Yeah. And then um, and they did it without James Harden in overtime because he fouled out. And he went and the foul out was why he went under his point prop. He was gonna go over. I mean, you give him another six, seven minutes in the court, he goes over that. So mm-hmm. th- that was one it just felt the whole time is the Raptors were outplaying them but couldn't put him away, right? It never got to fifteen, it was like ten, it was nine, it was seven, mm-hmm. and then the Sixers just crept their way back in. So that is a three oh series spread. That one looks all but over. Um, another under as well last night in that game. So 3-0 there. And then the other, I can't believe this series is the third one we hit on, but just the drama of the first two games. How about Boston last night? Coming back on, on Brooklyn after Brooklyn got up early. And we have to talk about Kevin Durant. Yes. Kevin Durant was Ice terrible. Cold. Terrible. He was good from the free throw line, but once again, I mean, they're sending two, three guys at him. He looks uncomfortable. He can't find his rhythm. I mean, Kyrie wasn't spectacular either. Uh, KD was worse. Worse. Oh, yeah. Looking at that box score, you might see 27 points and be like, all right, that's about what I expected. He was kind of close. No. He was four for 17 from the field. Contested shots. He missed 11 out of 12. Missed 11 out of his 12 contested shots. Double team, forget about it. We talked after game one about the turnovers, how that's not going to happen. He had six again. Six game one, six game two. This can happen. I mean, okay, let, let and you brought up Kyrie, and you're right. We were expecting a lot from Kyrie. This is something that I, I started to think about that because they showed it during the game. And I haven't heard anybody else. 
talk about this. And maybe I'm being ridiculous. Maybe this is really dumb. So game one, when Kyrie goes off, it was earlier in the day, right? Uh, it was, yeah, 3 o'clock afternoon. Late afternoon. Yeah. Do, you th- do you think when he's fasting during Ramadan that these late games are going to hurt Kyrie? Because fasting all day? I mean, don't you – a professional athlete, don't don't you think that's going to impact him in some way early on? Yeah, it's uh, possible. It I, I'm shocked. I'm, well, I'm glad we're bringing it up because this this is something yeah. I think sports bring it up. It reminds me, yeah. Hakeem used to do this. Hakeem Olajuwon used to fast for Ramadan. Um, I don't remember. I, was, I guess I'm just – it's too long ago for me to remember how, if that impacted him. Who's obviously an all-time player. But that – this – sure. I mean – we talked on the you, show. You saw I've them got alert, it, got alert it, him. Yeah. Okay, it's sunset. Now you can go go get get. You saw me eating the banana on the sideline, right, or right by right. the court. So I, I just I was just starting to think about. It. I'm like, it's got to impact it. Like, is he lightheaded? I, I'm not trying to give excuses, but I'm I'm truly wondering because not eating all day and you're not drinking, right? So according to the story that NBC Sports Boston put up, um, they're just kind of giving an over arching yeah. thing about this ramadan april 1st to may 1st during that period practicing muslims fast by not consuming any food or water from sunrise to sunset food or water yeah and also i mean we're far into it april 1st was a while ago so it might be i mean i know after that first game he was interviewed afterwards and you know was giving credit to ramadan and yeah it doesn't affect my energy but it's a good point after this last game um i don't know it's just I guess keep an eye on because we still. You said May first, right? May first. You still have over a week. That's a long time. I, I completely different, but I've got a kid on my team, and he had he had to leave the other day at sunset during a game. I'm like, and I feel so bad. I, I know it's a religious thing, but like I just see his face when the other kids are taking a break, having Gatorade and stuff, and I'm like, man, that's got to be rough. Now maybe they're used to it after three weeks. I certainly have no idea. But I, I was just curious, uh, after second half, KD and Kyrie won for 17 last night. The the other thing I was thinking, like, think, I mean, the Celtics are younger, they're hungrier. Um, this is a big opportunity for them. Do you think maybe with everything that's happened with Harden and Ben Simmons now not playing, is KD just not as interested this season? Like, let's just write it. I'm not saying he's throwing in the towel, but maybe yeah. the drive just isn't there for him this season. I don't know. I never could tell with Duran. I mean, he wants to he's win. Hard to yes. That's hard to he's read. Hard to read. I know. I got to believe he wants to win, but something yeah. just seems off. Well, he had more turnovers yeah. than made shots last night. He was horrendous. I know the, de- like the defense for Boston's great, but like he's got to be better than that. So the way we're talking, putting this all on the net side. Should we be giving more credit to the Boston side? Well, 17, we have to. Yeah. Was it a 17 point comeback? Well, we yeah. did say that they are two, three guys, Adam. I mean, <laughs> their yeah. defense is really good. And Udoka, you know, was assistant coach with the net. So clearly he knows what's going to, how to rattle KD and how to throw him off his game. You know, we got to see the Middleton injury status, but the path to the finals for the Celtics is, is being paved here. You could, you could, this is opening up for them. They, they, they look like the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. Unders, mm-hmm. by the way, 3 0 last night. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll talk some NFL draft. Anthony Trash, a pro football focus. He joins us next, right here on BetQL Daily.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.